Yeah, so I'm originally from the U.S. I grew up in a really small town in southern Missouri. And during college um, is where I actually discovered uh, fine art. So I was, I enrolled as an accounting major. And during my, during my first year, I signed up for a figure drawing elective. And this is where I really kind of fell into the world of art. So I immediately switched my accounting degree to a fine arts degree in photography and graphic design. And yeah, I graduated with a BFA in fine arts and I had a full ride scholarship to study photography. However, yeah, at the time that I finished my bachelor's, the US economy wasn't so great. It was shortly after 9-11, there weren't any art jobs. I was a bit scared, you know, um, if I would ever be able to find work in the art field. So I went back and I studied finance. Um, to make a long story short, I, I moved to Germany. I'm currently living in Berlin now um, and still working in finance. And right before the lockdown, I always felt like when I gave up photography and switched careers, that a small part of me died and I just let it stay away. So I was always throughout all of these years, I was always trying to figure out how can I get back into photography? And I felt so distant from it. I wasn't sure how to do it. And right before the pandemic hit and the lockdown, I thought, okay, I'll go out and get a camera and try to like revisit that uh, or explore photography again. And so this is how I got back into photography. Yeah, that's that's uh, nice, interesting. And uh, yeah, it's interesting that you're in Berlin, so you, we can also meet one day and shoot together a bit. Yes. And yeah, making collaboration or else. And uh, it's really nice your work in Berlin because it's uh, in a way uh, totally different from others. I can uh, I cannot really recognize Berlin in your picture, and that's it's nice for me because uh, you have a different point of view of other people and uh, uh, it's not something really common in Berlin. I mean, it's it's really easy to find, you know, Berlin in the picture of uh, yes. other people. And uh, uh, watching your picture, I was I was thinking, yeah, I know this place, but uh, uh, yeah, I was not so so fast, you know, recognizing it's Berlin because there are many uh, places. I mean, yeah, for sure, if I see the picture of the Uban, I can recognize. But mm -hmm. and uh, there are just details of uh, places, chairs, cars, uh, or building or nature, and uh, this is making a way special um, the work. And in a way, remember me also a work on, of some Japanese photographer, and that's uh, uh, also interesting because as touch more uh, soft and uh, impartial in a way. 
And uh, today I wanted to talk with you that you mentioned uh, in the description uh, that you are working on a magazine or a design, uh, a book um, about architects in Berlin. And I would love to know more about that. And then uh, yeah. after that, we can just talk a bit, some of moment you shoot some photography probably, but yeah, I'm interested this part of design. Yeah, so, um... You know, during the lockdown, I was trying to figure out, you know, what I wanted to focus my photography on because studying fine art, I always felt like I needed to have a specific style or there needed to be some kind of meaning behind it. So in the beginning, I was just trying to bring back all of my photography skills. Um, and then I switched to film, you know, originally I bought a digital camera and then I immediately, uh, shortly after switched to film. And that really seemed to help me to explore more things creatively because it slows you down. You really have to think about it. Um, you only have so many shots that you can take pictures of. And I love knowing, not knowing if the picture is going to turn out as you had planned. Um, so during this time, I was trying to think about what I wanted to focus on. And there were certain parts of Berlin that I was really attracted to. And like, for example, some of the U-Bahn stations or some of the, the buildings here in Berlin. But the main one that I was draw, drawn to is, I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but it's just right, so, right outside of Berlin towards Wannsee and Potsdam. There's um, this place called Dry Linden. It used to be a checkpoint. And it's this beautiful, like, poppy kind of pink and yellow and bluish building. And I looked, I looked up this building because I wanted to know more about the history of the checkpoint and then also who the architect was. And then when doing research, I, I discovered that the art architect was a German architect named Reiner Rumler. And come to find out, he's designed uh, a lot of the U-Bahn stations, a lot of the stations on the, the U8, the U9, and so on. And he also has different uh, buildings throughout Berlin, Berlin, mainly public buildings like police stations and fire stations. So I thought it would be interesting to do a zine on his work because when I started to go to some of these areas, you, as you know, since you live in Berlin, a lot of the U-Bahns are under construction. Like one of, one of them by my house that he had designed was Meringdam. And it's no longer his style anymore because it's it's uh, now been remodeled. So I really wanted to document um, all of his works. There's over 60 locations that I'm trying to photograph. I'm probably 80% through. Um, yeah, and so this is where I'm at. I'm, I'm hoping to complete the photo book by the end of this year, or the beginning of next year. Um, but there's obviously a lot of content to go through and I need to figure out how I want to present all of the images since there are so many locations and they're, and, uh, they're vastly all, different. All the content is uh, made from you or uh, are you searching for also other vision? Um, I'm sorry, can you say that again? I mean, sure. um, do you do it, the pictures uh, by yourself, all the content inside are made by yourself or are you researching also to catch a vision from others? No, so they're all by myself. I really don't even plan when I set to go out. Um, like for example, over the weekend, I started at Rothaus Spendau and then worked my way down on the U-Bahn stations. 
So the only thing I do is look if it was one of the stations he designed. I load up my my medium format camera and my tripod and my FFP2 mask and I just go into each station and I just start photographing based on what I see. And okay. it's quite nice because they're still empty so there's not a lot of people and you can really take your time to, you know, capture what you want. Yeah, 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 I can I can understand the feeling. And uh, usually what what attracts you to to take uh, uh, in your footage uh, uh, what kind of uh, things come up to your vision? I'm really attracted to well especially when we're talking about Reiner Rumler's work. Um, it's lots of colors. It's very poppy, you know, there's a, a vintage feel to it in some cases. Um, and it's it's like nowhere else that you really see in other stations. Um, some of the buildings that he he's done are also very peculiar. And and so I'm really interested in things that are different. Um, and I really like messing around with light. I like shooting in dark. Yeah, I, it's it's odd. Like I love taking this tripod with me. It's like a love hate relationship because you have to extend the legs, set up the camera. Uh, but I, I really like working with the tripod and, and yeah, trying to photograph different situations that aren't so easy to capture. So for, so for you, it's uh, photography is more um, something you have to take time with, no? Yes. Yeah, exactly. So it, yeah, that's, that's a really interesting because, uh, yeah, uh, it's for sure, uh, for me, I don't know, uh, it's a lot of time now. I don't spend a lot of minutes or hours to take just one footage. But uh, yeah, I have this medium format now and I have a, a roll inside that I uploaded just uh, some one week ago. And uh, in a way, I, I totally understand that now I need more time and a tripod to take this roll or uh, will be really something a mess or blue, totally blur. Uh, yeah. because it's totally everything is manual and it's difficult to manage but i'm really curious to to develop uh, in that way probably something else because uh in a way it pushed me out also to doing uh, a different work and uh, yeah i'm really because i will be really curious to to see you working on one of the shoot you're doing uh, because it's a totally different approach that i have yeah and um uh, what did I wanted to ask you also, there are many footage of uh, structures, uh, uh, object, uh, most of the, ab the subject you have uh, in your picture are uh, not material subject. Mm -hmm. So, um, and uh, I wanted to, I, I'm curious to know uh, which is your connection also with the, with the human uh, or with the yeah, animal, I mean, it's a form of life, they are in movement. If you usually shoot them, I mean, I ask you that because uh, what we show in our uh, uh, portfolios is always what we want to say about us, no? in a way, also the way we want to sell us. So then I'm curious to know if you also do it to portray something or someone in, uh, in your private life. Yeah, probably I don't. Um, it's interesting because my photography has it has restrictions because in in germany as you know you can't take pictures of people unless if you have their permission so i i feel like i'm a bit limited 
and how I photograph things or the objects I take pictures of versus, you know, if I were in another country where I wouldn't have those restrictions because then maybe my photography would have gone in a different route. I still feel like I'm very much in this discovery phase of what I want to do. Um, when I studied fine art, I, I was very much into history. So I was very influenced by David Leventhal, for example, who photographed um, scenes of, uh, it was really like American culture, like cowboys, these little cowboys and Indian figurines or train sets or whatever. And I really like, still I'm very much interested in setting up a scene. And I, I haven't quite figured out how to do it yet, but it's, it's all, um, I guess, a work in progress. So I'm constantly, I feel like photography is almost like a second job for me in a way in the amount of hours that I spend on it. You know, every weekend I'm out taking pictures, I'm developing film or I'm scanning film. And um, yeah, I just really like the beginning and end process to the whole thing. Yeah, for sure, it's, a, it's a, an activity. It's a, more than an hobby, I think. It's, it's a job. It's, uh, yeah. To be there, to analyze your pictures, to make the pictures, uh, to, to develop them, and then to understand in which way to present or to present or not, or yeah, to select in the archive is really an amount of time uh, you cannot count. And uh, in a way, I think it's also a way to, to really research ourselves in, you know? And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we, it's can be also uh, a form of therapy. Some some people say that. Um, I'm not really believing that, but uh, uh, I think uh, is uh, what the action is inside this can be a form of uh, caring of yourself for sure. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, the point about the people in Berlin. I mean, uh, I mean, I I'm like. Uh, for me, every country is the same. As if it's not allowed, that uh, I push up that. So then I, I mean, in a way or another, there are some uh, law you can uh, always come up with. Uh, kind of, uh, you are doing research of heritage of the place or stuff like yeah. that. You can use it if you have yeah. any problem. But uh, trust me, I, I never, I never heard anyone had a problem with that. I mean, yeah, I, probably I actually... you can have a problem when you really are a piece of shit and doing something really cruel. Yeah. But, but yeah. I find when I'm in the U-Bahn, interesting enough, on the street, I think people are more comfortable. But in the U-Bahn, in the U-Bahn there, I've had people who have tried to grab my camera to put the lens in a different direction of them, even though I wasn't taking their, their photo. So I find people to be a little bit more aggressive towards photographers underground for whatever reason. Yeah. And it, it also depends on the camera. You know, if I'm out on the street and I have my Roliflex, people are very interested in how that camera looks. So they, it's almost like they want me to take their picture. I've, I've had people who have like, can you please take our picture with that camera? Um, so it's it's really different on the equipment as well and how people respond to it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's it's for sure. You, we have also to understand that, um, especially Berlin, not only Germany, but Berlin in general, it's as this uh, past of DDR, no, uh, and it's uh, it's quite you know touched from the history and from the control uh, from the stars, you know. 
And, but yeah, it's really stupid in a way because, you know, when you go in the Uban, there are at least in one bag on, I don't know, probably 15 uh, cameras. Yeah, exactly. Know? And uh, it's always funny for me that everyone watch at me with the camera, but uh, no one watch at cameras as around every day, you know? And yeah. even sometimes I said to someone, yeah, someone told me, did you shoot a camera? Did you shoot a picture to me? Did you shoot a picture? And I said, man, look, there are fucking probably 20 cameras around you and you're looking at me. They shoot every yeah. day something about you. Even yeah. probably someone as camera is uh, directing the house of someone else. Yeah. I think it's the tripod that they find more threatening, maybe. I, I, I don't know what it is, but that's the only difference that I can think of when I'm underground. I have the tripod set up. Sometimes I've, I've gone with a ladder, do you know, just yeah. to get a different angle. And then the security guards are wanting to know what I'm doing. Yeah. So it, yeah. I, I think it depends also on, you know, whatever my props are that I'm taking with me to take the picture. It, it draws more attention. And then I, I can say, look, I... I more than 20 years ago there was an object uh, was a kind of a, a objective a lens you called put in front of your lens and I, I was totally in this stuff i wanted to buy then when i wanted to buy there was out of market and i never found anymore in my life there was a this website was called like blue photo something like that a photo mm -hmm. i don't remember now at all really old stuff but i have the images in front of me and that was kind of objective really long with the uh, three mirror inside so you was looking inside of the camera somewhere but he was shooting he was making this joke with the with the mirror that he was looking mm -hmm. on the right side you okay know? So he was pointing in, in a way but uh, he was taking a picture on the right yeah. And I was always attracted to that because in a way, you know, you could do it kind of a portrait, really natural to the people. I don't imagine when you stop in the traffic light, you stay there pointing in front of you and then you're shooting a picture to the people that are close to you. But uh, I don't know if they, they made any more, if yeah, they put it out of market because probably it was illegal, I don't know. But uh, yeah, it was really a genius object, I think. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, now with the digital cameras, you know, you can have your camera on your side and control it with your phone. So that's like another way. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I prefer to shoot film. So, yeah, I, I usually do. If I have to do a picture really in front uh, of people, I use the phone. Mm -hmm. I have to say, um, for me, it's really easy. Even if you are, you know, you look, you act like you are playing a game but you're shooting mm -hmm. a picture in front of someone yeah and no one understands anything when you do it yeah. like that and in a way it's also funny because yeah sometimes you're you are able to catch some uh, some picture really funny yeah but yeah it's 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 always a risk because yeah if they catch you it's uh, it's then uh, a bit a bit more um cruel because when you are a, have a camera you can justificate your photographer but when you do it with your phone, they catch you as you you are a pervert, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and yeah. then gets more difficult. Exactly. But, but it's like that. So uh, I thank you a lot for your talk, and uh, it was nice to to hear about that. And I will look forward to see the design and also to meet you in Berlin. Yeah. And, uh, for anyone want support or uh, see the work of jessica they will find the link in the description if you want to send a vocal message 
in the will be the link in the last uh, part of the description. Thank you a lot for your time again. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate yeah. it. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Learn more about our project at allmylinks.com slash berlinexplorer or visit our Instagram and follow Berlin Explorer project.